Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show, a weekly podcast where artists and performers go to chat about nothing. Hosted by Canadian singer-songwriter Todd Donald. Let me introduce you to someone who needs no introduction, if you already know Rajmi Sanjay. She hosts a conversation show on CKMS called In Conversation with Rajmi, is considering podcasting herself, and I fully endorse it. Uh, Rajmi has spent the last couple of years as the survivor of an extremely rare tumor in the spine. Spent the last couple of years becoming a new version of herself, having had to uh, retrain her body to move breathe, walk, talk, and do most of the minuscule, the most minuscule of tasks that we all do every day. And we talk about all of this and more as we did on May 21st. So, hey you, meet Rajmi Sanjay. At this exact moment in time, because I'm stuck in a, a thing, the point is, it is, it is Tuesday, July. I don't know where I am or what day it is, really. <laughs> it feels like July because it is nice and warm and sunshine. The funny thing is, 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 is when you're trying to just say something that doesn't have to be clever and inject cleverness into it, sometimes you, you pull a Todd and you're just like, uh, uh, uh. I'm going to start off by saying something as a way of reinforcing how highly I think of my guests. Rajmi, it's going to contain a little bit of dark humor, and I am kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I take humor with, <laughs> without any judgment on the person. So, yeah. Some stuff that we might talk about, and I know your story is available online. I want you to share a bit of it here, too. Sure. I, I would bet that you have a good sense of humor. There are some people out there in power that hate women, that has, have been in the, in the news a lot lately with what they're doing down in the South, in yes. America. Why can't any of them get paralyzed? And <laughs> you the, wonder. <laughs> and as, as a human being, I would hope no one has to deal with what you've dealt with. Yes. But comparing guys like that to amazing and wonderful humanitarians like you. Thank you. <laughs> I would prefer that they get it. Maybe more than one. I know. Some of them, you know, they just talk off their head without even having that compassion feeling or even thinking twice about someone else, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about themselves. And that's where they are so clouded in their heads that it's just them and nobody else. And this is me and this is how I am. And my rules stick by, you know, everyone else got to listen to it. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a sad world out there, but that's the real world too. That's the real world too, right? So. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I never and hope never, you know, nobody needs to go through it. But when I look at myself and I've seen certain people around me who have gotten, you know, gone through worse scenarios, I think of myself like, am I blessed or privileged or what? But my journey suddenly seems not so difficult. But yeah, it still wasn't an easy journey. But yeah, no one has to go through it. Yeah. I, ha- I have moments where I'm proud of myself, and then I can tell you openly, and I'm not proud of this, but there are times when I'll think of, oh, uh, you know, <laughs> here's the perfect irony, because I, I, I did a little bit of research, but you know, I, I have told people over coffee several times in the past couple of years that something happened for me in 2017 that sucked, and that was 
going back to school. They went on strike, the colleges, and I, okay. I had to go back to the factory and I had my fucking job. <laughs> and you know what? Some other people that I haven't met yet might have had a worse 2017 than I did. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Everything you can done. count that person to be me too. Someone cut me off in traffic. I am depressed now. <laughs> Or, you know, actually that's the kind of thing that'll make me just lose my cool mm-hmm. in a big way. And mm-hmm. there are years where I can look back on and say that, like, I realized how small my problems are. And there, mm-hmm. there's a funny repeated cycles of realizing how lucky you are and being mindful of the present moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to being, you know, this tall, chubby, white guy with really no big problems. <laughs> uh, no your story is amazing. Rajmi. Thank you. Yeah. And I didn't look at life the way I look at it now. Right. Uh, you know, post, well, 2017 was my year that changed everything, uh, my perspective and everything else. But right. prior to that, even I've had so many instances where, you know, um, I lost, we lost our really best friend mm. who was murdered and that kind of turned things around. But when I sit down today and look back at things, I'm like, there were so many instances that said, okay, you know, life is giving you these warnings of being the moment, being the present, which we were, but not to the extent I am today yeah. where things can wait <laughs> Things that don't really matter can yeah. be pushed out to the side, mm-hmm. not out the window, to the side, because they don't take priorities anymore. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's this rat race we get into on everything in life, right? I'm like, yeah. for what? What is it at the end of the day yeah. where you can just sit back and say, I had a good day? Yeah. How many of us can actually sit down and say, I had a good day, right? Or even yeah. wake up in the morning saying, am I going to, is this going to be the best day of my life or best day for today? Yeah. Like, you know, we wake up grumpy, we go back to bed being grumpy. So yeah, yeah 2017 was my turnaround, like deep down. It completely changed my perspective on a lot of things, which yeah. I thought, you know, it's all taken for granted basic, simple things like waking up in the morning and brushing your teeth yeah. and using the washroom, going for a walk. Like. Or re- relearning how to move and speak, period. Exactly. That's it, it. My mind is blown just at this moment thinking like the body can unlearn that. Yes. When you were going through that, my question is not going to be profound, but I want to no. know. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I, w- I, w- I want to be as good as Oprah, but I think I can be awesome too in my own way. But here's the thing. When you were going through that, mm-hmm. was your body fully capable of its capabilities? No. So what happened was right after surgery, um, I had spinal cord surgery. It was right up in my cervical spine. So mm-hmm. um, they had said I could, you know, be quadriplegic or end up on a ventilator right. forever. However, when I woke up, The first thing they wanted to check was if my fingers and toes moved, which right. it did. But that was the extent of it. Right. And when the nurses came by and tried to lift me up and move me around, I dragged myself, but my legs wouldn't really move. They gave me a walker. There were five, like three nurses who held on to me just because I would collapse on the floor every time they let loose. But I nice. didn't collapse. It was just on the bed. Yeah. Everything was so painful, but nothing moved. And that's when they determined I had partial paralysis from, uh, it's called palsy. 
that's when they determined. But I didn't understand what it really meant till the third or the fourth day at the hospital when I couldn't move to use the washroom because everything was, you know, taken care of while I lay in bed. And I came to my senses only after day three because of the anesthesia and everything that was so intense. And I was in the uh, intense care unit. But then it hit me. I'm like, okay, I am lying in bed here, not able to move my arms, not my leg, not kind of lift my head. And I have 10 people coming in to do my thing. Basic things you take for granted, right? Like wipe your hands, wash your face, brush your teeth, use the washroom. It was like free for all. I'm like, (laughs) oh my goodness, is this what I want to end up being like? Mm -hmm. And as soon as they said, they were going to move me to neuro rehab in Toronto. I was so happy. I'm like, damn it. Yes, I don't <laughs> want to be going home like this because that's not, this is not how I want to be. And going down like that. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I am a pretty active person yeah. and, you know, social person and love doing the things I love to do. I am not lying in bed for the rest of my life. That yeah. stuck really hard in my head. Yeah. And once I went to the rehab, It took a lot of effort to train my brain because my body is doing one thing and my mind knows, okay, you have to move your leg, you have to move your hand. And the therapist kept saying, okay, move your left leg. And I know I have to move my left leg, but the thing wouldn't move. I'm like, oh my God, how easy is this thing? Why can't I move it? But I had to retrain my brain to actually work to move my left leg. And that... It's phenomenal how that thing works. Neuroplasticity these days, they talk about it. It's a real deal. It works. And I feel like I am a living talking example of (laughs) how much we take our brain and our minds for granted and how much it can do. What the doctors say, what the nurses say, just put it out the window. If you are strong enough in your head to do the things, it's what a year and five and a half months now since I've had surgery. And nine months after rehab, I'm still back at it. I have four more weeks to go, but I'm here (laughs) talking. (laughs) I look pretty normal, even though I have symptoms that still continue on. But people who look at me from the outside think I have a normal life, which I try and keep up to, but it's a challenge. Well, the listener might not know this, but when when you first arrived, <laughs> by second nature, I I said, "Oh, that's someone else in the building spot. Could you could you could you could you go down the stairs again, yeah. move your car, and then come back up, please?" And that, but I was I was apologetic having to ask, but at the same time, however long ago, I couldn't drive, no. go upstairs. <laughs> oh no! And stuff like that. And I'm just taking it for granted and being like, "This is <laughs> do stuff for me." Please. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like. No, you're understanding, I know. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, anyone else, too. Like, when I go out in public and certain people tell me, oh, can you lift this and do that? I'm like, oh, I can because my left side is still, you know, nerve damaged and stuff. I have things going on. But, yeah, walking, great. I've come far far and long on that front. But, yeah, the power of the mind is phenomenal. It just boggles my mind how how much it can do. 
It's striking to everything from like muscle memory. A person learns how to play an instrument yeah. or, or a sport or just basic driving instincts and reactions and timing. This is all from within the mind that our muscles have the memory or ish. I'm losing myself. I'm not a medical medic, medication. I'm not a magician uh-huh. or a magician. Uh, <laughs> from things like that to things like magical thinking, when people practice positivity until yeah. their life feels different, mm-hmm. the way you experience your road to achieving goals and everything. The people that you talk with on your show even yeah. have, are examples of this. And positive thinking, again, I feel it's an overrated word to some extent. It, it just It's the internet's <laughs> fault, I think. I think so, because... Again, positive thinking is so different for different people, right? Yeah. Like, oh, if you, you don't should... understand it too, it's nothing. It's nothing, exactly. And people say, oh, you have to be positive. You got to. Yeah. Well, how do I be positive? Can you tell me? Like, it's not a switch that goes on and off. It's not. It's an effort within yourself that yeah. you got to tell yourself, okay, it begins with attitude. It begins with self motivating yourself. It begins with a talk with yourself it's yeah. not just one word positive thinking it's not like awning a button yeah. and saying okay today i'm going to start thinking positive it doesn't work that way maybe for those who master it or those who practice it well mm-hmm. if you can achieve that even temporarily it could seem as simple as flicking a button but if you if you're too distracted by mm-hmm. uh the future being nothing more than your imagination and the past being nothing more than gone, then you can't use the moment to your advantage. Yeah. And again, it boils down to being in the moment at that time versus, you know, because I was a person who over-processed things. I'm like, oh my God, this needs to be done. That needs to be done by this date and needed things perfectly done. So I always procrastinated and, you know, always wondered what is this person going to think what so you're saying that's not good cuz that's well, <laughs> i do that very well <laughs> and i will tell you negative thinking has not worked for me so no keep going yeah so you know i did that a lot and i'm like okay i don't know 3 days from now what is that person going to react or think about me how does that even matter mm-hmm. okay they are a part of my life to some degree but They don't control my emotions. I'm the one going down the drain, feeling lousy. They're doing whatever they need to do and getting on with their life. Why am I even worried about it, right? Like when that shut off, it changed. I'm like, I don't care. I know people who love me, who know me well enough will understand where I come from. But why am I worried? How are they going to react? How are they going to think? Too bad. If they react a certain way, it's their problem, not mine. Yeah. Oh, my God. When I did that, it was like a whole big thing <laughs> fell off my shoulder. Well, it's like a, it's like um, this superpower that everyone has. Yeah, people- and I think we as individuals give that power to someone else, right? Yeah. Which we shouldn't be doing because that screws up everything in your head. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, I mean, w- when you get to that moment that you just described. Yeah. I think that's as mighty as super strength, uh, invisibility or whatever, like the, yeah. what, what we see in the movies, because suddenly the difficulty level of everyday things changes Yeah, and you can get more done on this planet on, you know, weighted on by yeah. things that, that shouldn't have any material 
connections to it, yeah. right? Yeah. Even with family, right? Like extended families and stuff yeah. like that. Oh my God, this pressure, the stress. I'm like, why? They have their lives to deal with. If they have an opinion about you, that's their problem, not mine. That was huge for me. And that took pretty much 75% of my stress off, I think. Yeah. Just doing what makes me happy. and But again, doing the right thing. It's not like, okay, I'm going to mess around with something. Yeah. Screw them. That won't work. <laughs> human decency meeting a blissful ignorance of others' opinions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's just your purpose in life changes then, right? Then yeah. you're focused on things that gives you satisfaction in terms of what you want to give back. Yeah. Be it community, be it to your family, be it to yourself. It, it changes everything and yeah. you're in a happy place then. And I think that mindset change made a huge difference and impact on my recovery as yeah. well. Um, and I say communication, damn, it's huge. <laughs> yeah. As much as I could go on Google and read about how to stay positive, how to keep going, what can I do to keep my mind off this? I think just talking to people in real person um, makes a huge difference. That human connection, which we seem to have lost in time, yeah. uh, makes a huge difference. And whether they hear it or not, it's off your shoulder. It's off, out from your head. Yeah. So it makes it's made a big impact for me and that's how I, what started off as a small facebook group that i had started just to connect family and friends with my story but yeah it just snowballed and the more i spoke about my feelings and what i was going through the more it helped other people realize and in doing so i didn't realize it was impacting other people as well, but it definitely right. began as my stress reliever. I'm just going to put it out there. I don't care who listens to it, who reads it, who doesn't. It's out of my system, right? So yeah. that made a huge difference. And I saw it. I said, I can function the next day without worrying what today brings. Yeah. <laughs> hey. If you've been enjoying Todd's podcast, consider checking out Describing a Rock with Milo Axelrod. That's me. You can find it wherever you get podcasts. The show is exactly what it sounds like. A short escape from your busy life to slow down and consider a rock. What you did by the time that I was 18, which is 2003, that's when you first moved to, to Canada? Canada, yes. Uh, you know, studying, was it philosophy and literature or was it psychology? Yes, it's psychology, uh, psychology and English literature. Psychology. Yes. <laughs> Two very different things, similar aesthetic to the yes. words, but no, um, you were also working with charities and causes too. Yes. Humanitarian causes. Yes. And I come from India. I moved from India to Canada in 2003 but prior to that I did work in sorry this whole time you've had a beautiful accent I did not know oh this. okay <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I lived there and yeah. worked for a you know international company and yeah. did the things but also somewhere on the side I did a little bit of you know volunteer work mm -hmm. I work with street kids and helped them out 
in orphanages and stuff like that. But when I moved here, I didn't have a job for a whole year. And I was looking out, but I couldn't sit idle again. So mm. I was volunteering. I did three to six month uh, period at, um, oh my God, I can't think of it now. <laughs> Burger like, King, sorry. No, no, Burger King was my husband. <laughs> that was his <laughs> first job here. <laughs> yes, he worked when he had moved to Canada way wow. before I was here even. But uh, food bank, wow. oh my God. <laughs> yes, I I volunteered there for some time. Two on time. the nose with the name food bank, guys? <laughs> Should we call something else? Yes, I did that. I you know, worked yeah. for another company, Descartes. It was all volunteer-based work, but... Yeah. It w- it gave me, you know, it gave me an experience here. And then yeah. I'm like, okay. And this whole journey that took place, the reason I started this radio show even was to bring out the stories within our community because there are so many fabulous stories. And again, when I think of myself, oh my God, my journey was crazy. And then I listen to these stories of people who have gone through way more than I have. I'm mm-hmm. like, my story is nothing compared to what struggles people have had. So I want to bring those out. And if someone else can connect with it, why not? Well, let me tell you, I, I, got, I got a doozy with, uh, you know, I, I didn't get a parking spot I liked at work. And, and that probably is going to topple any story that you get. <laughs> and a real irony there is, I think, of what you've gone through. It's available on your blog. We'll, yes. we'll, we'll, it's we'll rushmesanjay.ca is my website. And I also have my Instagram feed, which is at... R A S H S A N J. Okay. Uh, that's my Instagram post. But here's the thing: you've, you've gone through what you've gone through. People say selfless is not a thing, a reality. Like, but you again are devoted to doing things for other people, whether it's helping share their story. And I, I just think it's wonderful. It's 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 rarer than Thank you think, you maybe. So much. Uh, <laughs> and you know, we all get stuck in our little bubbles, and sometimes yes. we forget how much joy one could achieve simply by um, helping others or doing something that can help others. Absolutely. Maybe. Just the little bit of company and coffee that I give is it gives. <laughs> oh me, yeah. It gives me a social life. It allows me to, to connect with other people. And it's so important, right? Like, I see these tall, high-rise buildings with students and they're on their gadgets and (laughs) it's like oh my god like that's all their life seems to be is school university then they're back to their gadgets they're in the pigeonhole and there's nobody they talk to and move around and that's not healthy right so any way to connect with people communicate i would say do it Meetups are there. There are tons of these, you know, groups that you can connect with. So communication, I just find that to be such a huge, 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 um, it's a huge impact on people's lives. Yeah. I think I don't need for you to buy me. I don't need for you to think I'm cool or endorse me or or, or it's we're just human beings sharing and uh, experiencing what it feels like to be truly vulnerable in front of somebody. This is where friendship and love and human connection are born in that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I think I might be talking out of my ass because I, you know, I didn't educate myself. <laughs> You're in talking philosophy. the right thing. And we are species, right? Like mammals, they connect with their tribe, and yeah. you got to build your tribe. And communication, I think, 
forget even if you want to talk or not just being with people just laughing out loud like yeah. you don't even need to talk just go bowling with friends and laugh out loud yeah. play have it is it makes a huge difference on someone's life <laughs> when you're sitting sense- and playing video games all day yeah. in a closed dark room while it's great to be out in nature great to get some fresh air great to yeah all yeah. that sm- these are small things but they are huge impact on one's mm-hmm. life and one's mood and one's you know how they react and how they treat themselves yeah uh, yeah the sci-fi thing i think of there's a movie called Wally where humans yes. have reduced their activity to only the most basis of functions and what's that service it del- you don't have to go to a restaurant anymore. Yeah. The restaurant can make the food and someone That's will sick. deliver it to you. Yeah. Now, that cook and that driver, yeah. they're moving their bodies around. Yeah. But like we're one step closer to a future where, you know, mm-hmm. all of these muscles and abilities that our bodies have that we might end up taking more and more for granted yeah. just become less useful, you know? I know. Why, why, why ever go with someone that you like and eat at a place Yeah, that's a whole (laughs) different, you know, topic. But yeah, it's... I don't want it to be like Wally. Robots, you know, are soon going to be there. Oh, yeah, let's give them Driverless cars are coming out. Uh. It's a scary world ahead. I think it's each individual's responsibility to see how they want to use their own body and where they want to see themselves, right? Like life expectancy in the generation way before us are so much more healthier and fitter than we are today ourselves. And when I look at them, I'm like, if I can be half as healthy and fit as you are, when I see a 75-year-old person, I'm like, oh my God, how fit are you? They run up the stairs, like, you know, marathons and Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff. And here we are, oh my God, huffing and puffing, climbing two flights of stairs. I'm like, how is this? How is this possible? Yeah. But yeah, they lifestyle changes right that starts in the mind too yes it does <laughs> I, I have lost a significant amount of weight before in the past couple of years because you know that terrible thing that happened to me jumping out of school not really terrible it just put me in a mood where for the last couple of years i've let myself go mm-hmm. and i have the ability to go to the gym i have yeah. the ability to to run yeah or to to exercise while i can and be on this earth and all that it starts with the devotion yeah. to saying, I will do this right now. And the biggest and thing is it. accepting that, okay, that was not okay. And maybe I need to change and yeah. do something about it, right? That also I find is a huge thing. Till you accept there's a problem and you need to work on it, it's not going to happen. You can sit and think about it 10 times in a day. Oh, I'm going to start doing this tomorrow. I'm going to do th- that. But Tomorrow comes, it's back to square one where you started, right? So unless yeah. you accept, I have a problem, it needs to be fixed and work on it, no. it doesn't work. And again, that comes from the mindset too. Yeah. That was half of how I quit smoking cigarettes. Oh, nice. And I smoked cigarettes for 13 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, so moving to the vape uh, was a two-step process because I had to want to not smoke cigarettes anymore, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't endorse them. I'm not going to shame anyone who smokes still, but part of my method was the last cigarettes that I smoked, I smoked with intent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to smoke the shit out of this fucking yeah. cigarette. And it's the last time I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did something that I said I, want, I, said I was doing. Yeah. And then 
Well, it's the next thing I wanted to do with intent. Not have another cigarette. Yeah, yeah. And I got lucky that in four months, the smell or the thought of one was disgusting. Yeah, and it takes a lot of effort to do that too because it's so easy. That's what I tell people too who ask me, how easy was it? I say, going down the hill is so much more easier than climbing up, Right. right? I could have stayed in that bed for days together and said, I can't wake up every morning. It's too painful. It's too this. It's too that. But I know every single day I did that, it would bring me down even more and would make it that much difficult to wake up the next day. So I had to beat myself up and right. say, okay, this is not how I want to be. But that's it. Climbing that hill takes a lot more effort than the slope downwards. <laughs> it's yeah. easier to go down. <laughs> <laughs> See. <laughs> Because it's like, you know, Rajmi lost complete control of her body and went through absolute hell and taught herself how to walk and talk and move and and use her muscles and body again. And, you know, I I went from cigarettes to vaping. So, you see, we're equal. Totally the two. (laughs) It is. You know why? Plus, I get to walk around being white all day and not (laughs) participating in in a a lot of humanitarian causes. And you are inspiring people and, and on the radio and... Uh, having other people share this. See, see, we're we're the same. <laughs> no, because right? I have not smoked. I don't know what it feels like. So that's why I tell people when they tell me, "Oh, your journey was crazy," and you know, mine was not. I'm like, "Hey, I haven't been in your shoes, so I don't even know how crazy it must have been for you." Right. So if you did that, hats off to you because it's still an effort. I've never smoked in my life. I've tried it way back in college, but. Yeah. I know people who smoke. It's so hard for them. They, you know, relapse. They get back into it. So I haven't been there. So if you've done that, hats off to you. Seriously, because that journey was difficult for you. I think we've only scratched the surface. Mm -hmm. But if I'm going to start wrapping up, I want you to know that I am both thankful that you're here today. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm, I'm thankful that you agreed to do this and were nice enough to come over and meet me and spend this time chatting. I'm grateful that with everything that you're here today. Yes. Uh, well, thank you. I, I read a, a bit up about your husband. I, mm-hmm. It's either on your website or on Instagram, but he, he's an admirable, admirable character as well. He is. And I'm he glad is. for him that he has you around. And we just met four days before the wedding. I didn't know the man before. <laughs> That's a whole different <laughs> That old <view>. chestnut. <laughs> yes. I've heard of that. No. <laughs> That's a whole different segment altogether. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. He's, he's a great guy. <laughs> Can we put a button on this? Like, what's one nugget? You know, if you'd like to impart anything to the listener, um, either just met you via this episode of my podcast or recently on yours. I would just say live in the moment. That's it. Enjoy the time you have today. Don't stress yourself about tomorrow. What happened yesterday was yesterday. Let it go. That's another huge thing I've learned to do is to mm-hmm. let go things, which I held on for so long. Yeah. Two days, what happened? I held it on. I'm like, it's gone. It's over. Let me focus on now. And yeah, yeah we all plan for tomorrow. But again, life is uncertain. I've had that happen to me. I planned tons of things for 2017. It completely went the other route. So as much as I plan my future, I know that I'm not going to let today 
be ruined by yesterday or my future ahead. Yeah. So enjoy small things. Go out, enjoy the sunshine, sit down, yeah. have a drink. Who knows? Have a glass of wine during the day. Why do you have to wait till the day ends? Yeah. Why are you and I the only two people on this planet that understand that? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sure that's not true. I, I, I'm silly. Yeah, but, people. <laughs> I'm sure they're more like us. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there, there are. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this chat. And it was fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> I, was, I was talking to the audience. I don't. I didn't want you to enjoy it. Oh, I just, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it, and thank you for saying that. Follow at R-A-S-H-S-A-N-J, Raj Sanj, as in Rajmi Sanjay. Did I say that right? Yes, you got that right. Perfect. Nice. Okay. On Instagram. And there's a link to her blog, a beautiful blog on, on WordPress, where you can learn about Rajmi's journey. In Conversation with Rajmi is a show on CKMS. What are the ways that you like to tell people that they can and listen? If they, if you want to listen to it, it's Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And it's on CKMS 102.7 Radio Waterloo. It's an FM channel. And if you can't tune in, you can always go online on radiowaterloo.ca and listen to my show. It's live on air. And hope you can send me your rev- you know your reviews or opinion yeah. on how the show went that would be great it helps me as well and you can email me on air it's o n a i r with rashmi r a s h m i at gmail.com so you can send me an email or just go on my website it's www.rashmisanjay.ca and you can Send in your, you can go on in conversation with Rashmi. All the details are there. Excellent. I was just noticing that, like, because the link, the link to your website is, is on your Instagram, but it's, it's pretty simple to just say rasmisanjay.ca. Yeah. Because um, you domained it. Excellent. Yeah. I hope you have any of the guests back on when you do a podcast. I hope you do that. Um, Elaine from Holistic Parenting has been on it. And I still haven't, I still haven't met her yet, but I, she does so much and yes, I, I would and love she had covered to hear that a story for one of her magazines she had right. interviewed me so Excellent. yeah so that's how we connected awesome well I, th- I think you're a very sweet person and I, I yeah again I appreciate you coming on have a, have, have a good rest of your day and, and listener um, you know whatever I'll see you again soon over coffee I, I, why am I doing an outro I, I'll end it when you said sure <laughs> thanks a lot Thanks for listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show, starring, produced, and edited by Todd Donald. The piano music in the rap is by J.P. Sunga, who you can find at jpsunga.com. The theme music is Mackie Alkino by William Chernoff. Find him at chernoff.band. And I'm Milo Axelrod, Todd's favorite bar none human voice. And I'm not bragging, he wrote this. If you'd like to hear more of my voice, check out my podcast, Describing a Rock, in which I describe some rocks. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Please support The Todd Donald Show by sharing it with anyone who might enjoy it. Follow and interact with at Todd Donald Show on Twitter and Instagram. And if you feel like going the extra mile on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, and review, preferably in its favor. Have a great day, friends. Thank you.